John. And that girl is definitely on fire. Absolutely. That was Alicia Keys, a girl on fire. Uh, so I figured basically what we're going to do is until we get our own theme song, I'm just going to jack some songs from other people and uh, use that as our intro, quote unquote. And it's just free advertisement. Yeah, absolutely. All 30 of our fans need to hear these people. Yeah, because they can't hear it on the radio. Absolutely. Um, this is actually the first episode back uh, since John got back from Florida. Yes. I went to try and, and get revenge on some alligators. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they deserve it. Exactly. How dare them being wild animals? How dare they do things that are natural to them and, and we as humans just don't understand nature? <laughs> there's there's a body of water here that's attached to a bigger body of water. There's probably no crocs in there. <laughs> totally fine. Right. There's no alligators in there. It's not good. So how was Disney World? It was fun. It was hot. Like, the minimum heat we had uh, before heat index, minus rainy days, was like 93 uh, the lowest heat index, heat index day was 99, uh, and I got burnt at the beach. The parks I was good at, it was the beach that burnt me. And I was like a scaly lizard-looking thing for a while. You know, I'm, I'm better now. Like, it's still a little bit, but, God, it hurt so bad. Yeah. <sighs> it was fun. Was, at least you had fun. So you had a nice little fun. vacation there. Yeah. And Tower Terror, still best ride. And you went to, uh, <clears throat> did you end up going to the Wizarding World? Or did no, you... we, didn't go to, we didn't go to Orlando, like uh, the Universal Studios, rather. We just stayed at, we had four days at Disney World and one day at the beach, and uh, I was trying to see what ride was better, because like last time I went, which was like 12 years ago, <laughs> it was uh, Tower Terror was the best ride. It still yeah, is. They're getting rid of that too, though. I know. I hope I hope they don't. What are they, they, what are they opting, they're making it, uh, I don't know. You know what makes it really fucking sad, though? Hmm. You know what world they're putting into Hollywood Studios? What? Pandora. Oh, from uh, Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like they put it. They're putting a Star Wars thing in. Yeah, yeah, fucking. But there's seven movies. There's one, one Avatar movie. That's a big movie, though. It is, but it's like there there'd be a couple whole things. But my thing is, is like, yeah, you can put it into Hollywood Studios. It makes sense. I would put it into, into Animal Kingdom. Like put pan like they have Africa, they have Asia. They could put a Pandora back there because it's in, it's mainly wooded. Yeah. Yeah. And they could have a ride where you're going through and there's like a big steamroller coming at you. And you'd be like, oh no, deforestation. Oh no. Because that's half the... Heavy-handed messages. That's, that's the half the park anyways. We rode the Cali Rapid River ride, whatever it is, like the, the white water rapid ride. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we're Cali, oh, deforestation. They're talking about it on the thing. I was like, that's kind of weird. Okay, we get in the boat and we start going in. I've ridden it, but I forgot. We got around a corner and it's literally like someone had a forest... And they burnt it down. There was like a tree falling on top of a car, and like fire burning, and like cleared trees. And I'm like, could you lay it on any thicker? Jesus. Like I understand they're all about conservation, but it's like this is a ride. <laughs> We're here to <laughs> like, fucking have fun. I know. And then you, like, you turn that corner, you're like, oh, and now I'm depressed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's there's a lot of rides like that. There's like there was like three or five rides th- between three and five rides where I took like, like turned to my buddy and I was like. I am sad now. Like, that is awful. I feel horrid. Like, it's just like, now I don't know. Like, I had fun because it's a ride and it was fun and now I feel sad. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I um... But it's so much fun and Tower Terror is still the best ride there. Like, Rock and Roller Coaster is fantastic. It's fun. But there's just something about, like, the, the, the drop zone thing is fun, but like going up and down and up and down, like, it's just, it's fun because it's unexpected. You're right. Just, you're like, oh, uh, one cool thing they have now is they have these magic bands. 
that you wear uh, and it has your hotel key. If you stay at a resort, you can attach your debit card to it. So I didn't take my debit card in the park at all. Uh, it gives you like your meal passes and, and your fast passes and stuff like that. Um, at some point on Haunted Mansion, which I've ridden before, and there's a part in the ride, if you haven't been, part in the ride where you're looking into a mirror and they project ghosts over you or near you to say, like, you're one of us now. Ooh. And like usually it's just like a ghost in front of you. Like, look, you're a ghost. Um, that's how it was. Now with the magic band, I don't know where, but at some point on that ride, it scans your magic band. Because we were sitting there, me and Craig, and we were sitting there, and we're looking at the mirror, and there's a ghost above us with like a frame, drops it on us and lifts it back up, and when it lifts it back up, it's, it's instead of us sitting there, it's projected tombstones, and the tombstones say John and Craig. Fuck! And then we looked over at Nellie, his wife, and uh, Mimi, her, her cousin, uh, yeah, uh, and theirs, we looked at theirs, and theirs had a ghost standing behind them with a sign that says, uh, here we come, Indiana. And I was like, okay, so at some point it scanned our wristbands and knew our account. So it knew that we were these people from and where we were from. It's just like... That's fucking creepy. Oh, a little bit. Because I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's awesome that they could do that. Yeah. Because it makes it personalized as a ride. But at the same time, it's like, that is terrifying. <laughs> uh, they got a lot of cool stuff, though, with technology-wise. Like, the, I think I told you about the Crush Talk Time where Crush from Finding Nemo comes out and talks to the audience. Did I tell you about that? Mm-mm. Okay, so... I thought we were we were just getting out of the, out of the rain mm-hmm. and into an air conditioned room. We knew I, I me going in thought okay this is going to be for kids they're going to talk to crush pre recorded they're going to have fun cool we get in there and the girl's name was like Amanda or Ashley I wanted the other but she was like I think it was Ashley and she was like everyone say say hey crush and we go hey crush and he comes out like okay he swims around like hey little dudes like all that stuff and and. Uh, they said you can ask him questions, and I didn't understand what that meant. Right. I was like, okay, I don't know how they're going to do it, but whatever, cool. And he starts talking and does uh, some stuff and some interactive stuff. Like, what I like the, the correct response when, when I say, like, you guys totally rock is, dude. And so you respond. And then, but then he starts talking back, and I was confused. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, well, let's, let's time, we have some time for some questions. If you have a question, raise your fin. Like, and I was like, okay, so like some of the kids are all in the front rows because they sit up front. We sit in the, be- in the like the bleachers and the, the, he like switches over to our right, his left of the screen. He says, oh, here, front row, red shell. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, what's your name? He's like, and he says like his name and it was a funny joke. Actually, he said, my name's Jack. And he talks to his parents. Like he turns to talk to his parents for a little bit. They're from Ireland. And he was like, okay, Jack, what's your favorite color? Blue. Okay, I just want to know, so uh, if people ask me, I, I could tell them I don't, they didn't, they couldn't tell me I don't know Jack. <laughs> like, it was just like, I was, and then the coolest thing after that was there was another girl that asked a question, and she didn't speak English, she was just spoke Spanish. And he started speaking Spanish. What? And I was like, this is awesome. Like, I was expecting just to be like, I'm just getting out of the rain, and I don't care. But it was really cool to experience that kind of uh Technology centered ride, but program. That's really fucking cool, yeah, dude. They did it too with uh, Monsters Inc. The laugh, the laugh floor. Yeah, yeah. You can send in jokes, but like the, the idea is, you have to fill the laugh meter to, to power the city. Right. And uh, you sit there, and they interact with the audience. Like they'll like, like, where are you from? 
It's like, oh, and the, one of the girls like, I'm from Austin, Texas. Like, and the guy was like trying to say like monuments and stuff from things. And it was just dumb. But like interacted with it. I was just one guy that kept like he had a, one of those scarves you wear that like you wet him down and they keep you cool. Oh, yeah. And it was yellow. And one of the monsters was like, is that a ShamWow? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was interactive. It was cool. It was different. It was it was like they were paying attention to the audience if you did something different. So it was interesting. See, I've never really had a huge uh, desire to go to Disney World. Even as a kid, never was really into it. I was, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like a uh, introvert. Uh, yeah, right. No. Uh, I like, uh, I like my privacy. I, I, I don't do well in crowds. Yeah, and and the crowds were bad at Magic Kingdom, uh, Animal Kingdom a little bit. Hollywood Studios was a little crowded, but it's a smaller park. Right, uh, but but it, it goes by fast. But like Epcot, it's so open, it really doesn't feel crowded. But yeah, it, it gets really crowded though, uh, especially in the summer. And that's a big thing was you know, the crowds. Obviously, I, I hate that. I, I have really bad panic attacks. Um, also, I don't like heat. Uh, yeah, that's I'm, that's bad. I'm fucking <laughs> miserable in the heat. Yeah, it was awful. Um, oh, while you were gone, uh, all I really did was work and watch movies. I watched um, uh, The Boy. Oh, yeah. How was that? Not good. Not good. Okay. Bad, That's That's fact. about par where I thought it was going to be. It like, was... The only thing I was excited for about that movie was Lauren Cohen. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, I feel bad for her because I know this movie's going to be shit. Yeah, and it wasn't It wasn't good. Was there um, a good twist, at least, or is it just... Yes. There, it was an okay twist. Now, it was built up a little too high for me. I actually... Uh, uh, my friend Joseph and Misty had watched it. And I was content to just wait till it was on Netflix or sure. on TV and watch it. Uh, and they told me, one, that it wasn't that bad. Uh, and two, that it had a really good twist that you won't, that you won't see coming. Uh, now... Well, then you guess it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, they told me what the twist was before I watched it. Because I was curious about it. And they told me what it was. And uh, I'm sitting there watching it. And it's like five, ten minutes in. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay... Do I know that? Is it because I know the twist, or can I see it coming? And I swear to you, five ten minutes into the movie, Michelle turns to me, says exactly what the twist is, <laughs> and I have to be like, "No, that's not it." Liar. So I text Joseph and Missy. I'm like, seriously, like five minutes into the movie, she already called call yeah. it, and uh, they're like, "Oh, she's a witch." And then I'm like, I <laughs> "She's a witch." It's, like, Burn her. I was like, "I don't think it's a witch. I think I think it's just not like, as good a twist as they thought." So I'll just say I don't like dolls. So this movie to me, like, I look. It doesn't. It. Does it move? No. On its own? No. No. You never see it move. It no. just disappears, reappears, kind of thing. Yes. That gets boring. Like, I don't like dolls, but I'd rather see it move. Like, I'll tell you right now, um, the twist is kind of cool, sort of. Okay. Uh, you'll see it coming, but... You just uh, tell me. I really... Okay. Uh, basically <laughs> what it is, you know the basic story is that yeah. uh, their child died, uh, and they instead have this doll that... Uh, yeah. uh, spoiler alerts for anybody. Yeah, I guess. By the way, who gives a shit? Uh, like a grievance doll, apparently. <laughs> more or less, but they treat it like their real child for years and years. Um, their child died in a fire. And you come to find out throughout the movie that the kid wasn't as sweet as everybody said he was. He was kind of a fucking psychopath. Right. Which um, figured. Yeah. So, uh, child Paul dies. Tolkien. Yeah. The good son. Good son. There it is. Uh, the, the child dies, and uh, they go on their lives with this doll. Uh, well, as it turns out, 
the boy is not dead. Right. He's living in their walls and in their uh, attic and like crawl spaces and stuff like that uh, in the house. He's that's how he survived and he wears a porcelain mask of the doll, which that is creepy. Um, and that's really the only last like 10, 15 minutes of the movie is that reveal. And he's chasing them around and trying to, uh, what's, what's he doing? What do you mean? Is he just there to try and scare people or is he trying No, he's to... living there. They, they let him live there. They know he's alive and they let Oh, him... they know he's in the walls? Yes, they know he's in the walls because there's a, there's a part, and this is the moment where I'm like, I think they just gave it away. Basically, when they're giving instructions to Maggie from Walking Dead, um, they tell her she has to read him a story every night before he goes to bed. Um, and she's like, okay. And uh, they said, but you have to say it loudly and clearly. I was like, uh, okay, and that was lay, the moment. Lay it on a little thick there. Yeah, and that's, that's the moment of Michelle turning did they tell her? Do they tell her to, like, give him food and then leave the room? No. He le- they give him food, they can stay in the room, but they don't throw away any food. They save it, because that's what he survives on. Um, but what basically, uh, that's the moment whenever Michelle turns to me, she's like, she's like, he lives in the walls. <laughs> I was like, shit. But, uh, uh, you know. but the, the, at the reveal, uh, basically, Lauren, Lauren Cohan, yeah. uh, her ex-boyfriend in the movie, stalks her to the house, and Caesar says, we're going to leave, and it gets kind of violent, and eventually he takes the doll and breaks it. And then all of a sudden, the house starts to fucking shake and shit. Oh, good. And all of a sudden, he's listening at the walls, and all of a sudden, it's like through the mirror that he's listening to. The hand busts through and knocks the guy back, and he comes out, like, fucking creeps out of there, and it's creepy looking, but he crawls out from the wall. But is it like, does he do it just because they broke the doll? Yeah. It made him mad. Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I would think living in the wall would make him mad. It's a weak reveal. Yeah. Oh, the reason that they faked his death in this is because he killed a little girl. Is, child. is he okay with living in the wall? Apparently, I guess. That's my thing. Is like he broke the doll. There's a lot of holes in this movie. Like, like I know, but it's just like like they look at they look at Lauren Cohan like she's fucking. And that's, that's the thing. I don't remember the character's name. That's how boring the movie was. <laughs> um, they. Uh, Look at her like she's crazy whenever she laughs when they see the doll. They'll get her like, how dare you? This is our son. Don't laugh at our son. The parents know he's in the wall. So it's like they know it's crazy as fuck to have yeah. the doll. So, I mean, it's it, there's a lot of problems with the movie. Yeah. But the reveal and like the ch- ensuing chase afterwards is kind of cool. So the last like 20 minutes is cool. 15, 20 minutes of the movie, yeah. And then the rest of uh, it's just like, hey. And that's no. why I've said the the adventure getting to that point, it's not worth it. Right. So it's definitely not a cool movie. So um, I should just, when it comes on Netflix, just fast forward to the last 20 minutes. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the other movie I watched was, uh, well, I watched two other movies. Uh, Don't lie to me. Zootopia. Yeah. Which was okay. I want to see it. Uh, it's not terrible. It's pretty good. It was hyped up again. Another one that was hyped up a lot. I, I mean, for people out there, I hype up movies sometimes to friends. I try not to because the more you hype up a movie, the more they're going to be like, really I don't disappoint it. Either they don't want to watch it because you push it too much or they think, oh, this movie's going to be amazing and then it's pretty good, but they don't see that because they're like, well, it wasn't as good as you made it sound. Office Space is one of those movies. Yeah. Well, that was a movie somebody... I love that they, movie. I had, seriously, like, almost everybody I went to school with, even a couple teachers, said that movie was the funniest movie they'd ever seen. Really? And I watched it. I like, love that. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> it's good. It's funny. I, I love that movie, but just because... And the only reason I watched it, because no one told me to watch it. I was over at my buddy Bob's house, 
and his dad was like he made a joke about something I think it was a stapler joke the the quote and I was I was like okay and he's like you don't do you not have you not seen Office Space I was like no so like, okay well we're watching it tonight didn't say anything else just we're watching it tonight okay we watched it and I laughed my well, ass off yeah, see if it hadn't been built up for me exactly. I, would, I would like it a lot more yeah. I want to go back now and watch it again yeah because I, um, I do love that movie but I wouldn't say anywhere near like, and there's a lot of there's a lot of movies and TV shows that I refuse to watch or have refused to watch simply because people built it up too much Walking Dead for a long time yeah. I didn't watch because too many people are like it's the greatest show same thing with Breaking Bad two shows both of which I absolutely adore to this day Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's one. I I, uh, I refused to watch it because it was built up too much. And then the, when I did watch it, the first couple of episodes, it's a little too incesty for me. So I bailed on it and didn't watch it for a long time. Yeah. A lot of pull in the hole. Um, but, again, I love that show now. But yeah. I hate when people hype up things too much. Now, they're in the other movie, and I will hype the fuck out of this movie, The Martian. Yeah. Oh my god, that movie is incredible. I want to see it. It's just like the third time I've watched the movie. And I love it every time. And you get so invested into it. And you're on the edge of your seat in the final moments of the movie. I want to read the book. Because someone was telling me... So did I. Someone was telling me like all this, all the scientific stuff in there. They pretty much explain. Yeah. They, so it's it's like, a fairly accurate film. It's, so uh, they that's do a, cool. They do a really good job of explaining everything. And uh, the science, as far as I can tell, is really fairly accurate yeah I want to read the book first just so I don't have like Matt Damon's character in my yeah that's opinion. the that's because I've heard people say like he does a good job but the book is different character style mm-hmm. so I want to read the book first that's I want to read the book too but yeah now when I read it now it's going to be you're just going to see which, Matt Damon I'll hear Matt Damon's voice because I know what he sounds like right <laughs> but it's definitely though the movie is easily one of the best movies that came out last year and uh Probably my favorite that came out last year. Yeah, I want I want to see it real bad. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. And that's coming up against like, uh, you know, last year we have what we had March and we had Creed. We had uh, Straight Outta Compton. Uh, I believe Mr. Holmes was last year as well. Yeah, uh, I have all I love and I love all those movies. But for me, The Martian was absolute favorite last year. Yeah, not saying it was the best. Saying it's my favorite. That's a completely different monster altogether. Right. Um, but that's pretty much how I spent my time, just working, watching movies, did some writing. Um, well, I I took my Dark Knight Saga book, comic book, with me and, and read, like, maybe a tenth of it. Yeah, because well, I kept falling asleep. Big, it's, it's fairly big, too, so... Yeah, and I kept falling asleep. <laughs> but, uh, so, I was so tired. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I did do, and I also uh, was going to say, I, I did a lot of writing because me and Zach are going to be doing starting back up with Fearless Reflections again. Oh, cool. Uh, so doing some writing for our uh, first video back. You know, you call me. Absolutely, because you're going to be involved in some of it, too, because we're doing a completely different style now. Cool. So uh, I think we should go ahead and get to the news of yeah. the day. I have a question. What's that? Uh, when around is this going up? Huh? When around is this going up? Uh, I'll be going up uh, ASAP. Oh, cool. Why? I got something we'll talk about later. Okay. But it's time. It's like time crunch. So I want to make sure. And now they know I have something to talk about. All right, cool. So we'll talk about it. Let's go ahead and uh, kick off. Uh, not There really wasn't a whole lot of brand new, super big news with like the big uh, comic book movies or entertainment in general, yeah. it seems. But there's some stuff, and I want to touch on some stuff that sounded interesting to me. First one being that... Uh, a uh, graphic novel uh, by the name of Empty Man 
is being turned into a movie. Uh, Empty Man uh, was written by Colin Bunn and Vanessa Del Rey. Of course, um, actually, of course, uh, about an ex-cop who's haunted by the violent deaths of his wife and daughter, um, who battles to find a missing girl and starts to find out that uh, there's a sinister presence around him. Uh, to me, it sounds interesting. It's sort of basic, but like the art of it looks really cool to me. Hmm. Uh, I haven't read it yet. Really, really interested in reading it now. Especially, I don't. I want to see it before it's made into a movie. Uh, but it's getting. Uh, they have their star of it now, uh, James Badgerdale. Uh, not a name, not a household name, I'd, I'd right, say. Right, right. Uh, you'll know him mostly from, uh, well, you'll know him. I think more people might know him from maybe 13 Hours. He was in 13 Hours, the Soldiers of Benghazi. Right. Uh, but he was also the, the head thug in Iron Man 3. That, okay. that fucking atrocity. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, but he was the main thug. Right. Of the movie. Uh, he's going to be their star. Cool. Uh, based on what I've seen him in, I do remember him being in Benghazi. The problem with, there was a problem with that movie, and he kind of fell into the trap, is that a lot of the characters blended together. Like, you couldn't tell them apart? It was hard to tell them apart. They all had couldn't, big beards. Couldn't tell their, their like, backstories apart. Because yeah, exactly. Because of how they looked. They looked very similar. Um, and he kind of fell into the trap. The only one, I, I mean, obviously I knew was John Krasinski. Yeah. To me, he was the star of the movie. And I think that Pam, tell the kids to be home soon. Oh, that's another thing in that movie. <laughs> yeah, Roy's in it too. Is he? Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. I thought that was fantastic. But that's uh, awesome. But this guy, he was in in there as well. I don't remember which character he played, but he was in that movie. Um, but uh, it's going to be directed by uh, a, a newer director uh, named uh, David Britton Pryor. Uh, he did a movie called, I guess it's called M Twelve Hundred or AM Twelve Hundred. I'm not sure. I believe you. Uh, yeah. But uh, I guess he's kind of an up-and-comer. Not, not really down a whole lot. That's about the only movie I could find on it. That's cool, though. Um, I mean, the movie... I didn't know it was a comic book. I, just, I mean, I... Yeah, it's, it, 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 I it guess it's a graphic sure. novel. I, I want to I want to go out and find it now and read it, because yeah. it sounds interesting to me. And like I said, the art looks really cool. But, uh, yeah, so that's that. That'll be interesting, I think, when it comes out. Yeah. Um, another one, a Reboot. Reboot. Another reboot. Reboot. Tomb Raider. The Raider of Tombs. The Raider of Tombs. Lara, Lara Croft. Croft. Uh, yeah, it's got its uh, release date set. March 16th of 2018. I have a question then. What's that? Big or small boobs? Small. Small. So, new game? New game. New it's uh, going to be loosely based off the story of the new reboot game. So, the first movie is going to be how she becomes the Tomb Raider. Yeah. I swear to God, if they put in a corny version of the line, like, I hate tombs, I will punch somebody. In the game, it was fine. Because right. Because it's a game. It's a video game. In a you, movie, if she says that line. Work. Now, if she says it in a, in a different way, I can deal. But if it's just like, ah, I hate tombs, I will strangle someone. Yeah. Probably the person to my left or right. So don't go see it with you. Or possibly if I have piano wire in front of me. <laughs> do a little Agent 47 on it. I'll do it. Um, I'll yeah. do a tattoo. So uh, they do. They have their star now. Who's um, that? Originally, uh, who was uh, in talks for it was Daisy Ridley. Oh, cool. Uh, which I thought would be perfect. She looked the part. She's British. Yeah. And obviously she's got some uh, action chops. Yeah. Uh, and also Cara Delevingne. Okay. Who, uh, she's playing... Oh, fuck. What's the character's name? She's in Suicide Squad. Yeah. She's the Enchantress. Yeah, Enchantress. Uh, so that's who she's playing in that. She was also up for the role. But... Wait, is Enchantress Marvel? Hmm? No. Oh, wait. Enchantress is... She's in the yeah. Thor world. She's going to be in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. 
actually. But uh, is there an Enchantress in DC too? There might be an Enchantress in DC. I can't remember. Probably should have done a little bit more research on that character. Keep talking. But uh, okay, so but neither of them got the role. It's going. It went to Alicia Vikander. Uh, She's an Oscar-winning actress. She played in uh, Ex Machina. Uh, the Danish girl, and she's getting ready to be in Jason Bourne. In Danish girl, was she the opposite? I think so. Okay, yes. cool. Um, but uh, she, if I remember, she's also the robot in Ex Machina, which she did oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want. And she's it. beautiful. She, she is. is. Lord, she's beautiful. But she's got. I think that's going to be really uh, interesting. Yeah, there um, is an enchantress. There's an enchantress. Okay. In DC, I just. I'm sure it's her then. But, but uh, I didn't know. And it's going to be directed by a Norwegian director. Ooh. Name is, uh, I'm going to just take a whack at the name here, <laughs> Roar Uthog. That's it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the best I can guess from it is Roar Uthog. Roar Uthog. It's not Smaug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's that, that the Tomb Raider reboot. His name is Roar Uthog. Roar Uthog. Roar Uthog. Roar Uthog. Roar. Right. So, which, uh, did you like the original Tomb Raider movies? As movies, no. Honestly, I did not like them. It was fun to see the action in them sometimes, and, and the boob physics, uh, <laughs> as, as Nick says. The boob um, physics. As young Mr. Surface says. The boob physics. Um, but... <sighs> It was it was fun as far as some of the action went, but like the 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 life ending stuff that it like the second movie when all the crap spinning around and they're I'm just like why? See, I, <laughs> I never watched the second one. Okay, because I hated the Cradle first one. Cradle of Life. Cradle of Life. Yeah. I think it was called. I watched it on TV. It was on, and I was sick, and I didn't want to get out of bed. So, and that was my remote was across the room. So, I was so like, I'll watch it. That's it was on, and she's cute. Yeah, I, I do love me some Angelina Jolie. And here's the thing, and people always, she's such a great actress. No, she's not. I mean, she's not a terrible actress. She's, she's got some good roles. And, and the and one I feel I, like her acting base is based off that character. There's some characters she can pull off, and mm-hmm. there's characters she can't touch. She did fantastic in um, Girl Interrupted. Yeah, absolutely. She was really good in that. Um, did you like her in Salt? I did, actually. I liked her in Salt. I was surprised I, that I liked it. I was surprised I even liked that movie at all. I know. I didn't it think I was It was really there. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I never really enjoyed the movie. But I've heard some people recently say that it was better than people said it was. I'm sure some people feel that way. Maybe. They're wrong. But they me, feel that way. Yeah, so they're absolutely... Like, but I watched oh my God, it. is this what it feels like to be you? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, this is nice. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck you. Fuck Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're wrong, um, but it's... <laughs> um, but no, like, I, I mean, there's parts of the movies that, that I mean, like, like most movies that I see, there's parts of it that I can can watch and be like, okay, cool. I would never, I mean, I think my dad owned them, so I watched them on DVD once with my mom because she likes any action movie because she's, like, Korean. So, yeah, totally. Let us know, um, man. I don't know. My parents are so, like, you think I'm liberal with movies. Like, my dad, and this is going to hurt, my dad, he won't listen to this, so it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, he, he, him, and my mom went to go see Fan Stick. I and I warned them. I warned them. Did they make it out alive? Yes, surprisingly. My dad said, "Like, and this is me saying it, and it sounds like me." He was like, "It wasn't too bad." Uh, had, uh, he was like, "It was really slow, especially at the beginning, and there's no like there. They were just like it was just like constant development, but didn't go anywhere." 
But he's hoping the second one will be better. And I'm like, they're not going to make a second or one. not a second one. <laughs> That's what I told him. He called me and was like, oh, I think the, I think the second one will will make up for it. I was like, they're not going to make a second one. No. But like, he was like me. Like, I was like, oh, he was, he was all right. And I was like, and at that moment, I was like, oh, wow, this is what they feel like. <laughs> this is what all my friends feel like. Like, I don't want to watch it, but... See, if, if for those who obviously don't know... Inside joke. Let's explain. <laughs> uh, John is very kind. I will say movies. I will say at the beginning of our, our movie relationship between you, me, and Joey, as far as movies went, I was very kind to really bad movies. One, the one instance I always go to is Green Lantern. I saw it twice in theaters. <laughs> the first time I watched it, for some reason, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Second time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Um, there's still parts of it that just cause I'm such a big Green Lantern fan that I enjoyed just cause I get to see my hero, one of my favorite heroes on the screen. There's parts of it that I do like, and that parts of it equals to about five to 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's... So, so I would say from that moment in my life till now, you've changed I've, quite a bit. I've become a little more cynical. Um, but... yeah. So, so basically for at the beginning of our, uh, our friendship really in general, was like a, I said something about Green Lantern, and he would say, uh, "No, it was okay." It was alright. I'm like, "Fuck you, dude!" Yeah. So, I was so angry at that. Uh, what was the other one? Um, and I and I regretted like the moment after uh, the second time I watched it in theaters, uh, Die Hard. Oh God! Because yeah. the first time I watched it, I was like, "No, that was pretty good." Like it wasn't as good as the old ones, but it was fun. And I watched it uh, with my dad the first time, and he, of course, he liked it because it's Die Hard. My mom right. loved it because it's Bruce Willis in action. Let us know. I'll explain that in a second. Um, and then my dad was like, hey, it was all right. And I was the same way. Uh, I, I liked it. It, was, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. And then I watched it with Joey. And he said some things that I just didn't think about because I turned my brain off so much when I watch movies. And I think that's part of why I'm okay with a lot of bad movies is I just turn my brain off. But he explains something like, yeah, that doesn't fucking make any sense. <laughs> exactly. Like, but why Why would they do that? And that doesn't make sense. Like, this, because the whole part, like, the one that killed me with he, when he told me was, like, his son just killed a man. He, yeah. he is an operative of the U.S. government. And he just per- murdered manslaughter. Him. Done. Like, exactly. Into a helicopter. And that was, and see, here's the thing. Again, uh, if anybody watching this has ever watched any of my old reviews uh, that I used to do with Zach, um, I don't recommend it. They're pretty fucking boring. Uh, the only one that was semi-entertaining, the actual review part of it was Die Hard. Um, all of our skits are really fucking solid. I'm actually getting ready to take all the skits and cut them together. Yeah. And put them, re- re-put them up online. Cool. Um, because to me, those are the best part. Yeah. But uh, we did Die Hard. And my biggest issue with this movie was that me and my father, that was a like a bonding thing for us. Every time there was a new Die Hard, we'd always go to theaters to see it. My dad doesn't go to theaters. Yeah. Uh, and he generally enjoys movies that are just action movies or Die Hard. Um, I watched the movie uh, when I was the first movie as a kid. I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was real young. Uh, only my, dad, my dad would be in the front room. He'd watch it, but I wasn't allowed in there. I wasn't allowed to be in the room to, uh, while he watched it. Because I was too little. So as I grew and I was finally allowed to watch it with him, like to me that was the moment I became a man. You know what I mean? Like I was able to watch Die Hard. I'm a fucking man now. Fuck dad, give me a beer. Uh, (laughs) Said the 12 year old. Um, But uh, so from that moment on, we loved that movie. I loved watching that movie. Every single one of them. Uh, Die Hard, Die Hard 3. 
Uh, I think Die Hard Two gets hit too hard. Like, I, it's not as it's, good. No, it's but the it, it, reason it's, it gets hit so hard though is because it's literally the, the first movie yeah, in an airport. Different, different scenario, different characters, um, different side characters rather. Um, but but same movie. Yes, and I agree with that. But I still enjoy it. Oh, it's I enjoy still it too. Fun. Like, I love that fight with the the, the movie Sidewalk. Yes, it's fun. That I mean, it's a cool movie. It really I enjoyed it a lot. And I, obviously, the first one's the best one. Yeah. My favorite one though is actually the third one. And that's because it holds a special place in my heart because that was the first one I actually watched. I was able to watch uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, before I watched the first Die Hard movie. That's whenever I was, uh, they were finally like, okay, yeah, you can watch this with your dad. Watched it, fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. And, then I, and then he was like, well, you have to watch the first one. Watch the first one, too. I loved it even more, but still, Die Hard with a Vengeance is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, we went to go see... Uh, uh, Live Free or Die Hard, uh, which is the fourth one. Yeah. Went to go see that one in theaters, and I uh, before it started, I leaned over because I looked around, leaned over to my dad. I was like, I was like, I think I'm the young, I think I'm the youngest person in here. Everybody else in here was old enough to be at the premiere <laughs> of the first movie, right? And he laughed, and but we watched it. I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. It is. It's a, it's honestly it's a good movie. A lot of people gave it a lot of shit and. They I understand have. some of it, but for the most part, it's it's solid. Well, most of the shit they got that it got was because it was PG thirteen, right? Which is usually a kiss of death because Joe Joe Joey hates it for that reason. Yeah, but and I've already I've had I don't like the unrated version as much. Like some I, of it is great. Like I, some of the unrated version is awesome, but like some of the jokes just don't match. And I've I've had arguments with Joey over this. I don't think it matters. Die Hard wasn't cool because he was able to say fuck. Yeah, Dyer was cool because of the character. He's still that character throughout the entire movie. He's older, wiser. He he expects it, so it's not like oh fuck, this is happening. That's so he understands like, yeah, this is just another day for me. And but, there's one time he gets to say, and he gets to say, "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker!" People really got pissed at that one because they said that they tried to muffle the motherfucker with the shot. With the shot, I think it's a badass moment. I thought it was the best moment. I think to me. And being 100% honest, I think it's the best yippee ki motherfucker. I think it's the best uh, version of it. Yeah. Um, I, I, because it shows what he's willing to go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so I love that movie. And so naturally, whenever A okay. Good Day to Die Hard <laughs> comes out, good day I remember <laughs> when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, I was like, Good Day to Die Hard? Holy Fuck, what a terrible title. That's yeah. what I thought. I was like, that should have been my first clue. <laughs> Die Hard Retribution. <laughs> Jesus. But it was so, it was such a cheesy title. And yeah. then I saw a poster that said, Yippee Kaye, Mother Russia. I was like, yep. oh, mother fuck. And I was just like, okay, well, I mean, it's Die Hard. It can't be that bad. And you were wrong. <laughs> I went with my father to go see it. And like, for the first time, legitimately, I... Like, I felt bad for giving him that as a gift for Father's yep. Day. We uh, watched it, and then uh, my mother came and picked us up. Because I guess we're fucking 13. Uh, but oh. she came and picked us up. She's like, how was it? And we could see, me and my dad were both really trying to love the movie. Yeah. We are both like... Uh, we're like, Which I think is what I did the first yeah. time I saw it. I was like, I just want to like it. Yeah, but we were both like, it's okay. It, it was good. It was a fine movie. And we talked about the some of the good parts or really try to amplify the good parts and started making excuses for some of the worst parts of it. How they're not radiated. Yeah. Like, it, it was an unwarranted uh, 
defense against it. Like we weren't prompted to defend it. <laughs> he just had we just to. started defending it. Um, but then I watched it again after me and Zach. I had watched. It, I told Zach about it, and I was like, I thought about it and thought about it. I was like, I got more pissed off about it as I thought about it. So I, t- I texted Zach I was like, dude, we got to review this movie. I said you have to watch it. So he went and watched it, and he called me back. He's like. That movie was fucking awful. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, and I remember, it should have been another clue, was that my father, during the movie, and he doesn't do this, he doesn't talk during movies or anything like that, he leaned over in the in the chase scene, whenever John McClane is in the little truck, yeah. and he tips over the gigantic fucking tank truck, or whatever it is, and he, just, and he leans over and he's like, that's not possible. <laughs> that's not what would happen. That's, that's a bit bullshit. And, uh... And I just kind of laughed it off. And then the other thing that we that me and him kind of scoffed at was the I'm supposed to be on vacation. No, you're fucking no, not. You're not. You as chose to come here for this. As soon as he says it, my dad again leans down. He's like, he's like, he chose to go there. For, this is for his son. Yeah. And I was like, I know, right? So, but we kept sitting there talking about that. I mean, the movie was it was written terribly. Uh, it was just like set pieces and bad set pieces. Um. And then again, the, I mean, the I climax, would say the guy that plays his son. I don't like it. I thought um, he was bland. He was bland. But like, I've, what movie was it I saw him in? There's another movie he was in. He was not so bad. But I the, can't remember what it was. He was in the Terminator movie, Genesis. That's what it was. He played Kyle Reese. Yeah. I didn't mind him in that. It, it looks like he's going to be really cool in Suicide Squad. Yeah. So at least I guess his career wasn't ruined by this movie. Yeah. Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Yeah. Which, but I don't know. Like... But, but yeah, the, the, he killed the he killed somebody. He killed a man. And they tried. And they, I don't like that they just brush away the whole radiation thing. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're in Chernobyl. Do we need we radiation stuff? Nah, we'll be all right. No, nah, it's been long enough. It's it's like, it's like what? No. no. And then they jump. Uh, they jump in the water, and I'm like, that was the one thing. I was like, you're dead. One. You now have cancer. Besides <laughs> the fact, like they jump in the water, which would kill any like normal man. They're cut up and everything. So this shit's in them. Yeah. It's like they're dead. That's it. They're dead. Yeah. The they, end. They're all very. They're all hugging and stuff, and then they should just collapse. Now, unless they do the sixth movie, and because uh, I heard they're going to do like a prequel. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Uh, and it's John McClane, Bruce, something. yeah, Bruce Willis telling the story of his, and he's year. on his deathbed because he's dying of cancer. That's the only that way. That would they be can... awesome. Only problem I have with that is if they do a prequel, like year one, like his rookie year, or something like that. Which I heard it was like, supposed to be like his rookie year. Yeah, they can't do anything crazy because no one had heard of him. Exactly. He wasn't known until... Not it's known. like, why was there, how was there an adventure like this size Because yeah. he, he, prior he wasn't to... known until Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi. Nakatomi. Uh, uh, building, the plaza. He wasn't known until that. After that, people knew him. And they, they talk about that in the other movies. Yeah. You're, you're, you're John McClane. I know you. And if they do a prequel, no one can know who he is. So they can't do anything insane. Exactly. Because then people will be like, oh, you're John McQueen, the guy that did that. You're the guy that did like, the backflip, jump off the helicopter into a pool and jump around thing and kill people. Exactly. Exactly. Because, because then be like, well, then everyone in Nakatomi should have known who they you were. They should have known exactly who you were. They could have saw, they should have saw. Like, oh, he's here to save the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, it was just, he was So it'll dude. be a boring, like, it would really just be like, um, what's that, what's, what's the cop movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, end of watch. Yeah, it'll just be like that. Just like a normal police day. Just a normal police day. <laughs> going like door to door, like, hey, hello, 
We, I heard there was a there's noise complaint. Yeah, <laughs> whole movie's uh, just noise just complaint. Tom McLean is a beat cop. Uh, <laughs> oh lord! But it was, I mean, like, and as you said earlier, his son killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Not like they tried to. They well, so tried, like to, tried to save him. Well, no, not even. It was like they tried to match it up to uh, the first Die Hard. Yeah. They tried to make it reminiscent of uh, whenever Hans Gruber fell out of the building. But the difference was, John McClane was trying to save him. He did. He tried to save him, and it, it didn't. But he, I mean, because but he was trying to save Holly. Exactly. But then so he was trying to save both of them, but he had to choose. It's like, yeah, okay, choose my wife. Exactly. In this, <laughs> it was like, you know, the guy, as far as I can remember, was unarmed. Yeah, and he was Hans like, pulled a gun out. Yeah, and then this guy was just like, oh, you can't do anything to me because blah blah blah. blah. He's like, well, watch me. <laughs> And then he kicked him like, <laughs> and, what? And then my, and this is just movie magic. My problem after that is he kicks him into the helicopter blade. That helicopter should crash. Yeah, it, it loses all balance. Those blades get stopped. Like they, they don't go as fast. The play, the helicopter should tilt and then crash because it's such a small area they're flying in. And see, this even if you're doing an action movie where it's just like dumb action that just ignores physics. Sure. The point is, it should be fun enough where you you don't question. I do it. like when they're when they're jumping alongside the helicopter. Yeah, they're flipping them off. Yeah, that was funny to me. But like, <laughs> but, but it like, was stupid. Like, it was... But it's like you should be able to forget. Like, well, yeah, if you threw the body into it, uh, it would have crashed the plane. You, if the movie had been fun, you would have thought you about it. Question. Like, if you watch, because uh, I would just been Fury... like, I just been like, oh, that's bullshit, but funny. Like, yeah, okay. but like if you watch Fast and Furious Seven. That movie is nonsense yeah. all the way through. Like it. Driving through buildings, but you're having a fucking blast the entire time, so you don't question it. You're just like, this is just a fun, dumb yeah. action movie. That movie wasn't. No. And now they're doing the original. The guy who was originally writing it, um, had said what he was. What he. The but yeah, was we talked about this, and what it was supposed to be was. Uh, it was like the 30th or 35th anniversary of the Nakatomi Plaza. Which would make sense. Yes. Because he's old enough. And so he was there to accept an award or something like that. And then that's whenever somebody takes over a, t- a terrorist, tries to... I feel like it should have been a Gruber. Like one of their sons. That's what I, I thought One too. of their cousins or kids. A son. It would have to be, I think, a son. I, w- I would hope... Honestly, make it a daughter. Oh shit! That would be awesome. Just make it their daughter, make it Hans Gruber's daughter. Yeah, and she just she's back for revenge. Exactly, and, and that's what they could do. They could do that, and they could kill like they could kill off Polly, or they could kill off his son or because his daughter. She was supposed to be in it. They had written where Holly was there. Uh, they Zeus off, was there. Yeah, or they kill off Zeus, or they kill off Powell. Uh, Powell. But that's what they were doing. They're they're having everybody back, and this was going to be. He was writing it as if it were the last one. Yeah, and it should have been. It should be. But now they're doing the prequel, so they can try to do a soft reboot of this uh, series. I hate it. Just let which, it whatever. End. Which also, you why are think... movie companies so afraid to end a franchise? I don't know. I don't get it. Like I understand it's a it's a it's a money making machine. Like like Kung Fu Panda one, two, and three. Yeah, they, they DreamWorks is in the hole. They need to make money, so they were gonna make probably gonna make four. Not, right. Not to surprise me a bit. But three ended great. I mean, look at Harry Potter. Look at uh, Warner Brothers. They ended it. Yeah. Now, now granted, they, they're doing they was, side shots, but they're completely different. Yeah, they have nothing like, to like do Fantastic with Harry Beasts. Potter. Exactly. It's great. And, and also, what's cool about Fantastic Beasts is it's going to introduce the North American schools. Yes. Like, they already did on Pottermore, where yeah. you can take the test to go into the, the North American school, which the backstory on the school is awesome. Really? Yeah. Apparently, uh, Salazar Slytherin's daughter... Uh, was rejected from Hogwarts. They wouldn't accept her because of who she is. So she she's Irish. 
And so she goes to, she dresses up like a, she disguises herself as a man and moves to America and creates her own school. Holy shit. And like the Slytherins are the Gryffindors there. Like it's weird. Like the, the sly ones, they're not, they're technically not evil, but they're sly. They're like the head class. Like the head group there. Fuck. Yeah, it's really cool. Like the back, there's a whole. You can go on Pottermore, read the whole backstory. How they do that? And it's it's really interesting what they did. It's stuff like that. I mean, they ended the franchise. Now, granted, I mean it was based off of books that were going to end one way or the other. But regardless, that was a huge franchise, and Warner Brothers does have the rights to continue the story if they want. They could to. easily make a movie based off their uh, Harry's uh, kids. Exactly, but. but they haven't. They're not. They, I mean, it's possible they could. Yeah, I mean, they could down the line, maybe. And that'd be fine. I wouldn't say no to that. If the same new thing. Series. Lions, uh, Lionsgate. Uh, I mean, they ended the Twilight franchise. That was a huge moneymaker for them. They're, they ended the Hunger Games franchise. Again, huge moneymaker for them. You know what they do instead? They create new franchises. Lionsgate, they did uh, the Divergent series. Uh, no. Is it bad that they're all, like, adaptations, though? Yeah, there's no not, original movies yeah. anymore. Well, like, the there next are but. franchise that they're working on that Lionsgate is working on, Power Rangers. Which hooray! Yeah, exactly. So I mean, obviously they see, and I mean Lionsgate's got a good track record. So I imagine them, even as much as I hate Twilight, I mean those movies were successful. They did something right. They they hit. <clears throat> what I'll say about Twilight series, I watched the first one in theaters release day. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan. Right. I've heard the other ones are better. Whatever, I don't care. It hit its target demographic. Absolutely. I don't like it. It makes sense. Target demographic, loved it. Good. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. If they love the books and they love the movies, great. That's something happened properly. I don't like it. I don't want to like it. I don't care to like it. So be it. Like, the best thing that ever came out of Twilight for me was uh, flipping CinemaSins. <laughs> do what? The, the, what do you call them? Oh, the everything wrong with? Or, yeah. Yes. Honest trailers or everything wrong oh, with? Oh, that that's Screen Junkies. Screen Junkies? They do uh, the Honest trailers for the Twilight series. Yeah, that, that. Those are fucking incredible. So that's the best thing that came out of Twilight for me. Staring. And I get, I, get, I get one joke all the time that I do, and it's creepy as fuck, and I don't care. What? If I have one of my friend's kids, or just random people I know, I just walk up to their kids and put my hand on their chest and go, imprint. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's fun for me but like other than that it I hit its target it hit its target it did it that's the, all that mattered hit the target demographic it wasn't made for us they made the money that's all that matters exactly it's like I don't expect like I don't expect little girls to go see Die Hard it's my kind of movie exactly. not theirs it, it just it, you have to and that's what companies are so movie companies are so afraid to make a movie so specific exactly Instead, and like, they're like well we gotta make the movie general so everyone can like it it's like why like hit two, three, four major demographics. Leave the rest behind. If they want to like it, they can like it. If they don't, make something else for them. Exactly. And that's uh, and I mean I I guess I can sort of get it. But yeah, I'm with you on that. It's like it's not a scary. I'm thing not saying to they do. should stop making trying to make Universal general public. Films. Yeah, but they need to to do some specialization. Right. And I, I mean I'm and I'm super excited because I mean like you said I mean they hit their target demographic. They clearly know what they're doing. I mean, they had the Twilight series. They have, uh, they had Hunger Games. They had. I, didn't like I enjoyed. First, I didn't watch the. I liked the first one. I didn't really care for it too much. Uh, yeah, I loved I, the book. I wasn't huge into it, but it was. It was not a bad movie, and it was a cool story. I heard two and three were a lot better. Uh, the second one was better. I thought. I need to watch them. The third one, I don't. I remember. I love the books. The third book kind of lost me. I watched the. Oh, I, I think I watched. No, I didn't actually. I only watched the second one, and I stopped. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was still good. It wasn't, I, I want to watch Divergent. It mm-hmm. looks interesting. I'm I like not, the idea of like 
Yeah, it's an interesting idea, but I just worry again, it's too close to Twilight yeah. Hunger Games era. I'll give it a shot. I watched the first one. I watched first Twilight, I can watch first that But um <laughs> but them doing that, like one, you can already kind of form an idea of what Power Rangers is going to be. Yeah. Now, the fact that they have like Brian Cranston in it. Yeah. First of all, which people are, you know, still massively worried about this movie because they're like, Okay, well, either they're going to make it too dark or they're going to make it too close to the original series, which would be super cheesy. Yeah. I don't think that's... I don't think they will. I think they're going to make hit the middle ground with it. I think it's going to be closer to, you know, Avengers territory, where yeah. it can have very dark it's moments, have, but yeah. humor. It's going to have a lot of lighthearted moments. But, exactly. But I think they're going to hit some serious tones. But that's, with that's uh, Brian Cranston in it, though, is my biggest thing, as I said, is that because people are worried about him, like... This gives the movie legitimacy. Yeah. And somebody brought to me, like, what about um, uh, Elizabeth uh, Banks being in the movie? I was like, okay, yeah. I said, yeah, she's a big star, but she's not Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston's Oscar-nominated, uh, Golden Globe winning. Yeah. A buddy, a buddy of mine was uh, worried that they're going to kill off him kill him off in the first like 20 minutes like like Godzilla it's like Godzilla but it's like, like well, they might they, they probably will but he'll because come back as as the floating head yeah tubes or dawn as I call him exactly and I think if they're smart what they're going to do is is do the backstory between him and Rita you'll, you'll see him in human in real form yeah I'd say human but he's not right. <laughs> real form and, and maybe they'll show the original Power Rangers yeah. and the, the original coins and the original suits or whatever exactly it'd be cool they had like older retro suits Yes, and then closer they, to what the TV and then they died like. maybe, and then they get the coins and and they go, go on. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I think, but I, I have a lot of faith in this movie. I think it's gonna be cool. I just I just want Jess Jess Peekman to be alfalfa. Yeah, aye <laughs> aye aye, bitch. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Um, but uh, on the comic book front, yeah, uh, apparently there's a new Iron Man Where in the comics. Uh, it is. Uh, after the events of uh, Civil War Two, okay, uh, apparently they're going to. She's going to become the new Iron Man. Her name is uh, Riri Williams. She's a 15 year old prodigy uh, who builds her armor while enrolled at MIT. Nice. And also, since people seem to be focusing on this as well, she's African American. Uh, cool. I will say something, and it's going to sound weird for a second. I don't like the whole let's make all these male heroes female. I don't mind them doing it. I just feel like they're doing it to do it. It's like we need to make more more of these male heroes female. I don't like they just wrote a storyline and then she happened to come in and they just did it fine. But it feels like female Iron Man, female Thor, female uh, Wolverine. Uh, there's Spider Gwen. Like, Spider Gwen. Now see that's that, Spider Gwen's fine with me because that's a different character. But it's like, but I feel like that's what they try and do is like, they're like, oh, we need to make more female heroes. Well, let's take these other male heroes and turn them female. Exactly. Well, Instead now, of just letting it be a natural thing. When they did, um, uh, Thor, yeah. is Jane Foster became Thor. Oh, is that what it was? I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. That's I, cool. I didn't See, read, that makes sense. I didn't read the story, apparently. Uh, I, I didn't read the story, so I don't know. Uh, See, like, if they make it make sense in the comic books, then I'm fine with it. Because, like, female Wolverine, I don't know her backstory. But, like, female Wolverine, I just don't know. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's cool. I mean, she looks awesome. Right. But I just, I, I just worry, I worry that companies now are going, like, we need to have, we need to have more de- uh, cover demographic for females. So let's take all these older male heroes and recycle them into females. Exactly. Instead of making brand new heroes that I, are female. 
and uh, and I and I, I get what they're doing. Uh, I just to me, I'm like, well, why don't you just create new? Yeah. Now, if they do a storyline in the comic books and it makes sense, and then switches to another person, then so be it. Like I don't care. Like Jane Foster being Thor, cool. That make like, that works. Yeah. They can make, make that work, but I feel like they can make a new superhero and make it female instead of trying to recycle old male heroes. Because that, to me, like, isn't that just as degrading? You're taking an old male hero and turning into a female hero. Like, exactly. It's, where do you cut that line? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't. No, if it makes sense to the story, I'm okay with it. Exactly. Um, I just don't want them to force it. But uh, yeah, it's something like this because Tony Stark is still Iron Man. Right now, a lot of people are thinking what they're going to end up doing. Is killing Tony Stark, and then she's going to take over. Now, if it's something like that, I don't mind. Yeah. And apparently, Robert Downey Jr. is on board with it. Uh, but speaking of Jane Foster's Thor, uh, they're actually bringing back the original Odin son. Oh, cool. Uh, apparently, uh, now I didn't read the story, but uh, the comics of it, anyways. Uh, but I guess Thor was deemed unworthy, and that's why Jane Foster became Thor. Okay, so uh, that deals, was, I could I could deal with that. Yeah, see, if it makes sense to the story, I got no problem. Yeah, with it. absolutely. Uh, but apparently, they're bringing him back, and it's going to be in a series called Unworthy Thor. Um, it's going to be uh, written by uh, Jason Aaron, uh, and the artwork is going to be uh, Oliver uh, Oliver Cope Coipel, uh, both of which have worked with Thor before. That's uh, good. So they got somebody that's used to it and have worked for him for years. Apparently, uh, since like two thousand seven. Uh, but. Uh, Jason Aaron did say uh, about the series, uh, I wanted something big to come out of Thor's uh, that would affect our characters going forward. So that turned out to be a hammer. This is just a great, great beast of metal. Aaron told IO9 of the weapons return, me and Yeah. Uh, or it's not, I guess it's not really, uh, it's a different me and uh, So to have that somehow fly through the events of Secret Wars and land in the normal Marvel Universe, which we saw at the end of Thor's, at at old Asgard, of course, uh, it went back to old Asgard. But the old Asgard, nobody lives there, so it's just been sitting there all this time. Hmm. Uh, I guess that would probably make more sense if I read the stories. Probably. Uh, apparently, there's a new Asgard, old Asgard. Yeah. I know Jane Foster is um, Thor. It's Thor. Uh, that in that situation, I don't mind it so much. Not like so you. much. But if it's just if it's I don't something mind it, as it simple sense. as they just wanted to make make him that I don't I don't and, like and I don't want to make it sound like a, a shot at female artists and female story writers in comic book worlds if you want to write a female to, to a, a female character a female, to, female counterpart yeah well a female character for you like if you're writing a storyline for make a character and, and well if, I'm saying if like someone's writing for the new Wolverine and they wanted to make her female in this first issue good for them they, they, they want to get someone that represents them, and I understand that as a writer, like you want to do that. I, I don't write, but I'm just—I understand that. But I just don't want people to just be like force female heroes just because, just because you're afraid of being sexist. And also, not just that, but it's like to bank on the feminist movement. Yeah, you know, uh, and I, to me, I think it makes more sense to just create new heroes, make them your own. Yeah, not don't not heroes that are going piggyback to piggyback or recreate. Exactly. And they're going to live in the shadow of. I mean, yeah. Thor. Because you look at, like, New Wolverine. The name is Wolverine. So I'm going to look at it and go, okay, well, you're not Logan. Exactly. How you're badass are you compared to Logan? Because exactly. Logan's fucking nuts. Like, it's funny how you look at Logan in the comic books compared to the movie. Yeah. And, like, Hugh Jackman does a great job. 
right for a toned down Wolverine. Exactly, because he is batshit. Because like people are talking about like the rated R version. Like if they go full rated R Wolverine, like he's gonna make Deadpool look like shit. As exactly. far as far as like violence, because Deadpool is rated R because of language and tones. Wolverine would be rated R because of violence. Exactly, because he will tear the shreds out of fucking people. It's uh, but with this new Iron Man, apparently this is the direction they're going. In. Now, obviously, we don't know for sure if Tony Stark is going to die. Um, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to do this, but apparently, she's going to be one of the Iron People. Um, Iron people. Uh, but some people have also speculated now that with the introduction of this character, uh, maybe it's going to be something similar to what they do with Ty Simpkins, uh, Harley Keener, that was in Iron Man 3. Okay. Is he's, he That's clearly, a little kid in 3, right? Exactly. Yeah. He, he's clearly very, very intelligent. They can consider him a prodigy. He goes to MIT early, uh, and then he becomes Iron Man. Because yeah, they're talking maybe, about... Maybe he created a new type of suit. That was that, and he was, he was in the audience, and Tony gave him a free, like free thing at MIT. Exactly, Civil War. Like he, they could do that. Yeah, and you know he'd probably only be like, because he was at MIT. Yeah, <laughs> like twelve. He he was at MIT. They were so. I mean, they could have one of those characters who they could make it. Yeah, you know, uh, Riri Williams. But some people speculate because that's always been the speculation because they've talked about the day whenever. Robert Downey Jr. hangs it up as Tony Stark. Yeah. Who are they going to do with the character? Will they recast? Or will they have a new character take on the role? Which they should. They should never recast. I don't. Not that, I think, not that kind of a character. No, absolutely. I think it's uh, definitely something that needs to be a yeah. new character. It was hard for me to accept the recast of, of Rhodes. The only reason I was really okay with it is because I like Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I like but. Him. But like if they would have went from Cheadle to, to Terrence, Tower. I would have been a little upset. I would have had a lot of issues with that. Because this thing is like if you like the, the actor, then it's it's hard to accept a, a, a change. Exactly. So so it'd be hard to be like Robert Downey Jr. is no longer Iron Man, but it's still the same guy, but played by this person. You're exactly. Like, no, no, it's not. Uh, um, it's only gonna make sense if they just have a new character takeover. That's what they they have to do. Yeah. Uh, apparently, in Civil War uh, two. They kill Rhodes. Yeah, uh, I haven't. I've only read the, part of the first one. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read any of them. I've yet. got. I've got. I think I've got the first three issues. Of yeah, it. I've got zero, it. one, two. Yeah, uh, but I haven't. I didn't read it. But I read. I got the online. free comic book day issue prequel, whatever it was. I think it was zero. Yeah. So yeah, zero, one, two. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. But yeah, and then um, I think I talked to you a little bit about it already, but the the trailer I let you watch it. Uh, but the trailer for um, what was it, Imperium? Yeah, yeah, Imperium with a uh, Jada Radcliffe. Yes, um, pretty fucking intense. It looks really fucking um, cool. There's a uh, now there's quite a few movies coming out here soon that I I'd like to see. Uh, I had two of this. which have Dana Radcliffe in it for me. Yes, uh, all right, Swiss Army, Swiss Army Man, which it's out. I mean, it's been out for like a month. I just haven't. I yeah. w- I want to see if it's only select theaters. Yeah, I guess they're playing at the the movie studio grill. For you guys, uh, yeah, yeah. Dinner and stuff. Was Mark Carrick going to see it? I would like. I'd love to see that movie because one, I like both. Uh, with, I can't remember what the kid's name is in it. Paul, Paul Denny or Paul? Yeah, something like that. I know you're talking about. No, Paul Denny's the guy. I know who Batman, but yeah, Dano. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he's in. It. I love him to death. Yeah. But uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, of course, I, I enjoy him a lot. But this yeah. movie looks really cool. It's apparently. I still want to see the the doctors. 
whatever it is, the BBC movie with him and John. Yeah, um, it looks interesting. It does. Something like a Doctor's Diaries or something, or like that, something yeah. to that effect. Um, but yeah, this movie looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so, so like the release date looks like it's August nineteenth as of right now. So it's pretty soon. But uh, Dan Radcliffe is going to play a character named uh, Nate Foster. Mm-hmm. And he's going to go. He's like CIA, I think FBI, one or the other. But he goes undercover into a neo-Nazi group, and he tries to. Uh, a, what it is is they have intelligence that there's they're making a dirty bomb, mm-hmm. and they're going to try and blow it up or whatever for some rally, and he's there to try and figure out where figure it's out at. where it is, how to help help them Take disarm it, it yeah. and save lives and all that good stuff. Um, but he, he's, but the character, uh, Nate Foster, he's, he's just an analyst too. It's not like he's, a. oh, he's not, yeah, he's not really, he's, a not, he's not a fuel agent. He's just an analyst. So like he's way out of his, so his already comfort like, zone. <laughs> not as if it wasn't con- conflict enough that he has to go into a neo-Nazi group, uh, undercover. It's, he's not even really it might trained be, for yeah, it. Yeah. And it might be just because of how he looks. Like they might have to find someone that fits the right kind of body tone or whatever exactly Cause, cause otherwise it'd be like yeah and and it's, it's i want to see his struggle going into because like you got to see like he's not going to be a bad person so he sees someone fighting for something and he's going to be like because there's part of the trailer like he grabs the guy to stop him from, stop from going to and beat it's up like somebody. it's like oh you're dumb don't do that <laughs> it, but it looks fucking yeah. intense and it's, it's supposedly a, i mean they announced this i'm sure it's true but it's based off true events like but loosely based off true events it's like conjuring 2 is based off of true <laughs> right. events so. so it's it's based on on at least a true story so yeah. we'll see what that that has to say uh and then and it also stars uh tony collette yeah uh, cool. yeah she's uh she's an interesting actress yeah. she plays in some movies like I'm not a huge great big fan of her but uh she plays in uh, some pretty damn decent movies um so I mean obviously she's doing something right um I did see her in um Krampus oh yeah she was in that that movie yeah. was awful yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> It was an interesting idea. Yeah. Poor Adam Scott. I would have really rather seen... He's Kevin the Smith's only reason room. I wanted to see that. Yeah. He was a big reason I wanted to see it. Because I was like, oh, they're going to look... It's going to be a comedy horror. And it Which kinda it kind of was. was but, yeah, but... Uh, but no, this uh, uh, Imperium, uh, to me, shit, it looks... I'm excited. I, I, I'm so glad Daniel Radcliffe is doing a lot more here lately. And he did not let himself get typecast. Exactly. Which is, I was seems... really worried about with him. Like... Uh, Rupert Grint really didn't do any other movies. Like he did a couple, yeah, like that, but not where he was like a detective. That was funny. I forget what it was called, but um, Emma Watson did a few. Um, but what was that one? Crap, I remember um, the movie. The Bling Ring. Ezra Miller. Oh, uh, Perks of Being a Wall. Yeah, uh, that one. That was really good. Yeah, that showed that showed a different side of her, which is absolutely, cool. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, there's a new movie out with her um, where she's looking for like her ex boyfriend. I forget what it's called. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, something different because I mean it's, it looks like almost like a thriller yeah so that's cool oh, and it's, that was yeah like you said it's a big worry that they were going to get typecast especially that young of an age exactly but it looks like one uh, Dan Radcliffe I, uh, it looks like he's going to be the star of the minute he did he did something interesting to me after the movies uh, he it seemed like he he stepped back didn't do a lot of movies for like a year yeah. year or two and then he comes back into it slowly kind of uh, and he did trickles into it yeah he did some plays he went and did uh, uh, and know, some did, West End and Broadway stuff and he did one that was nude which everyone threw a fit yeah about. which was actually prior to uh, Harry Potter ending yeah he was still a kid yeah uh, 
but uh, so he sort of like he took like a year or two off, uh, did stuff stuff here and there, but generally, and then after a couple of years, he started to kind of trickle back in into the bigger picture. And now, it, it, to me, it was like enough time to let people forget. Oh, he was in that. He was in Victor Frankenstein too. He played yes. Igor. I haven't seen that yet. It, yeah, it didn't. Look I heard. Good. I heard something that happens at the beginning of it with him. It was him and James McAvoy, right? Yeah. Um, it was weird to me. They talked about it. I was on a TV show, talk show. Talked about how they get rid of his hump because he doesn't have a hump in the movie. Right. Yeah. And they said pretty much like, well, what can we do to get rid of that so it doesn't have to be there constantly? And they said, well, well, well I mean, Victor Frankenstein's like a like a doctor. I said, like, what if I just jam an eagle in there and we pull it all out? And that's how they, that's, that's part of the movie in the beginning somewhere. He takes like a syringe and stabs him in the hump and like sucks out the, the hump, I guess, whatever the pus is in there. And then he's normal. And I was like, that's how they get around having a prosthetic on Dana Radcliffe the entire movie. Huh? So they said it's pretty gross, is what I heard. So I'm not looking forward to that part of the movie. I, I was interested in watching the movie because one, I love James McAvoy as well, but yeah, I love Dana Radcliffe. Um, so it looked interesting to me, but it, I heard it wasn't super good. That's what I heard, too. Um, but I, I still want to see it. I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, but it seems like he, he kind of gave people enough time to forget. Harry Potter. <laughs> and then he came back in, so that way you people are like, oh, look, it's Harry Potter, which obviously... They're going to do, but then you do something different. Exactly. And they go, oh, shit, okay. Something no, different. Right, well, he's not, he's not Harry not Potter Harry anymore. Potter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see this movie. I think it's going to be really, really, really fucking oh, yeah. cool. Um, they also, I guess, Entertainment Weekly just has a, a huge, pretty, pretty huge article about Suicide Squad. Yeah, some more story details. Uh, apparently, Wayne Enterprises has a presence in the movie. They are the ones that provide the explosives that are implanted into their heads. Oh, so now the question becomes: Does Batman know what Waller's up to? And is okay with the idea that some of his rogues gallery gets their heads blown up, or is it unbeknownst to him? You would, I'm. You leaning, would think he'd have to know. I yeah, that, and I worry that that's what they're going to do because I mean I was okay. I could feel for him whenever he was like. At the same time with Batman though, like that that kind of situation, that's up to them because if they follow orders, yeah, they he knows that they're smart enough not. to I guess they could. Kill. They could also. I mean, it, it could also be that he did donate it, or Wayne Enterprises donated it to Argus. Without um, knowing what it was for. Without knowing what they're using it for. Right. And maybe in this movie, because he is in the movie, he figured out. And he shuts it down. And shuts it down. Yeah. Which um, makes sense. I mean, that's the... So I think uh, maybe that's what they're going to do. I hope that's what they do, because I was okay enough with uh, the idea that Batman was so angry and pissed off and tired of losing people that he was he was indifferent to the deaths of bad guys. Yeah. With this, this, is, this seems a little too far from that. It seems more like, fuck it, let him die. Yeah. You know, um, but they also, I guess the Joker, it's not, some people thought it was going to be flashbacks uh, that Joker was in, but right. apparently it's present day. He's and he's trying to what? Uh, reunite with Harley. Ah, that That's that his sense. absolute goal. His one true love is what they, is what they say. He treats her like shit though. I know. And that's <laughs> why I'm wondering, like, are they going to make it so he loves her That'd or are they going to make it? He needs her for something. Maybe. Yeah. That makes more sense. But uh, I guess that's how Entertainment Weekly describes it as, quote-unquote, his one true love. Interesting. Um, but, that, I mean, that's about as much the story details as you get. Um, but to me, Suicide Squad is kind of, right now, the movie to look forward to. Yeah. Um, um, there's another movie coming out. Well, <laughs> kind of. This is what I wanted to talk about. Um, it's coming out soon in select theaters, and we're getting it near us. 
pretty soon. What is it? 26th? 25th. 25th. Killing Joke. Fathom Events. If you have a Fathom Events theater near you, you should buy a ticket soon. What's our Fathom Events? Where's it at? Ours is AMC up okay. in Indianapolis. I haven't bought my ticket. I haven't either. I have a feeling they're sold out, though. Maybe. We'll see. I'll buy one. If, if they are, if they aren't, I'm fucking there. Oh, uh, yeah, no. I want to go so bad. Um, but, yeah. So, Killing Joke, animated movie, rated R, is going to have Mark Hamill back as the Joker, Kevin Conroy as Batman. He is... Kevin Conroy, like, everybody always has the debate... Which was the better Batman? Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, or Christian Bale? Usually leaving out Kevin Conroy. Whenever, but when you think about it, anybody who grew up in the uh, early to late 90s watched Batman the Animated Series. Yes. And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying comic book fans. I'm saying everybody. Yeah. That was, Batman is known because of that, that show, really. That's Think the about voice it. I hear when I read Batman Exactly, comics. that's what I was going to say. When you read comic books, any comic book fan, when you read them, that's the voice you hear. You don't hear Christian Bale. You don't hear Michael Keaton. No. You sure as hell don't hear Val uh, Kilmer, uh, Val Kilmer or uh, Adam West. Yeah. You hear Kevin Conroy. That's the voice you hear because that is Batman. That is Batman. Same thing with Mark Hamill. Who played, who played, uh, who did the voice for Batman in Arkham Origins? Um, was that... Was that Kiefer? No. No, that it was, was, an, that it was Payne. Yeah, it was an unknown... I think it was an unknown actor. Okay. Um, and I know, like, they switched up a bunch of actors for that one. Troy Baker, if I'm right, for Joker. Joker. Yeah, well, he, did, he did pretty good. Yeah, he I mean, did, it's, yeah. it's the closest Mark Hamill I've heard... Ever. Uh, in, a, in a media source. And that's actually... That's one of the worst things I... I problems I have whenever I watch any of the DC animated movies. Yeah. Is that the Joker's never voiced by Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. So this one... Will be good, and I am so fucking so for this. Rated movie. R, rated you couldn't R. make it PG. There's no way. Now here's the thing, and I've also said before, and I believe I've actually said it on the podcast as well. I'm not the greatest, biggest fan of uh, the Killing Joke. I think it's an overrated comic, um, but it's it's still a good comic and one I have always wanted to see live. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, the comic book's kind of I don't know. It's weird. Like you get to a point towards the end where you're just like. Where's this going? Yeah. And then it ends, and you're like... That's where it ends? What yeah. happened? It's a peculiar <laughs> so, story, but it's a good one. But to me... It'll it, be I, good for animated. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic for animated. And then there's some, there's another cool one coming out after that. I forget what it is now. Um, I'll have to look it up later. But. I know they're doing another Justice League show. It's supposed to come out, I think, end of this year or beginning of next year. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Conroy is going to return as Batman. Nice. Mark Hamill as Joker. Really? Yeah. And uh, a couple other people returning as cast for it. Now, it's not going to be like the entire Justice League going after something. They're going to focus on different members. Cool. For different... So that's how you get around with... You don't have to have Kevin Conroy or Mark Hamill. For every episode. Every episode. Yeah, that's cool, though. So I think that I'm like, okay, that's cool. I can get behind that. I'll I'll watch that shit whenever it comes out. Yeah. Um, Next on the docket, I thought this was a peculiar story. Apparently, Brooklyn is going to... Yo, Brooklyn. Yo, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Uh, they're going to have a uh, statue built. A bronze statue built of Captain America. Oh, thank God. Because fucking why? Dude, dude, they should totally... They should totally take that one and and Stallone from Philly and put it face to face. I just think, to me, it's silly to have, like... Uh, 
statues built of these fictional characters. As much as I love... It's cool to see, but it's like, why? It's like, this is... Really, this is all you have to be proud of. Is a fictional character that wasn't even written in Brooklyn. But... It's just based on a character that, that grew up in Brooklyn. Exactly. And it's, I, I find it silly. Now, the only one I don't really find that silly is that Detroit having the statue of Robocop built. Because uh, Detroit really has nothing else to, you know going for it other than RoboCop so I, I've got no real issue with it uh, it's silly to me but I mean I guess to each their own I just thought that was a funny story and I wanted to bring it up And yeah that's odd um, it's cool though I mean it's cool for them whatever they get they get cap I mean I don't I don't see them doing that somewhere in California building a Tony Stark be interesting if they bring it in the movies <laughs> I just imagine like really really you guys. Steve really you had to get that did you ask them to build that for you? <laughs> yeah, I think it uh, it would be a language. It's you know, language. <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking silly, but I mean, I guess it's it's neat. It's whatever. Um, uh, again, uh, it's a skimpy on the news. Uh, Arrow, uh, Diggle will finally be getting the upgrade. Ring. Huh? No, it's not happening, dude. God damn it! I know. I know. <laughs> it's um, but he's gonna get an upgrade to his. His suit. Good. He kind of needs it. Honestly, I don't really like his old one. Yeah. It, his helmet's dumb looking. Black Nido. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I remember uh, I was always frequenting the website, uh, comicbookmovie.com. Uh, and on their, in their comment section, old people always bitch are like, he needs some sort of disguise because he has a family. Why isn't he getting a disguise? And then finally, season four, they bring him a disguise and they, they first showed it and everyone was like, the fuck is that? Yeah, and and does it bother you that even when enemies are around, he takes off his helmet? Yeah, he's like, it's like the whole idea is to keep you concealed. And you're like, you're like, oh no, wait. <laughs> I guess maybe it's because they he needs to get some face time with the camera, or it's hard to hear him talk. Yeah, maybe. There. But it, to it's me, just, I think the whole outfit's goofy. It looks weird. Uh, it, it reminds me of what how Roy looked in. Speedy's outfit. But sorry, that outfit was not made for him. No, that, was that outfit woman. was made for Thea. Yeah. And they were like, well, we need to put you in the suit. And he's like, really? I got to wear that lush lace. All right, whatever, man. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It, but he's getting the upgrade, I guess, this season. So, cool. Which is, it was weird because he was supposed to get it, at least the rumor was, by the end of last season. Uh, and he, they even had a conversation with uh, Ram- uh, Ramon. Yeah, uh, about upgrading is about upgrading it and never saw anything for it. He said yes. He said yes. I'll get to work on it. But they didn't show any. He didn't show that anything was like, on it. That was a good five six episodes left still too. I exactly. I'm like, could, I mean, they couldn't just pop back in there or something. And have Ramon drop off. At the least case. have like him working on it in the in Flash. Why Why not bring him back for like the calculator stuff? They could have had him come and help them instead of. Like, they had all four of the tech guys. Exactly. Like, Felicity, Calculator, um, I can't remember his name now. Her, her assistant. Um, yeah. I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like, Afro. Hayes? No, that, Afro no. guy. Um, can't remember his name. Anyway, so him and then have Cisco come just to drop off Diggle's thing and then helps them with, with that situation. Breaking through. Uh, Rubicon. Yeah, it, it, I mean, there was a, they could have been introduced, but I guess maybe they just weren't ready for it, or didn't which care is enough. fine. I mean, maybe. Like, we'll but start, the we'll entire see. disguise—it was stupid. It was a really dumb-looking outfit. outfit yeah. It was not good. 
Um, it was a bad. But uh, uh, now we jump to the... We have to jump into Westeros, Westeros. for a minute. Do, 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 uh, rec- I just recently started watching uh, Game of Thrones and uh, really, 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 really love it. It's so much fun. Um, but uh, with that being said, I haven't caught up yet, but I did happen to watch the season finale of uh, season six because I'm an eager beaver. Um <laughs> But uh, uh, apparently they have no air date yet for season seven. They haven't picked it yet because they have to wait to film it until the weather worsens. Because as we found out in season six finale, winter's here. Finally? Finally. Finally. It only took six seasons. Winter's finally Sean here. Sean Bean would be ecstatic. <laughs> I uh, I still I love my shirt. The splinter is coming. Yeah. It's uh, but yeah. So I mean, they have to wait till the weather works, and so it's gonna be a little bit later than it usually is. Right. So it'll probably come out late. But but uh, but apparently this it's is going changing to be, the format though. Yeah, it's not gonna be ten episodes anymore uh, because apparently they only have two seasons left in it. Now you've heard fourteen. I've heard fifteen, which is fine. Either, uh, either way, uh, but apparently it'd be cool if they did like seven and seven, and then did one like huge finale, like two hour something. Yeah. Uh, um, but I think uh, yeah, season seven and eight is gonna be shortened. Um, well, they're all based off the books, and the books aren't caught up. Yeah. So, but they're gonna finish the show before the books are done. Exactly. So, it's gonna be, uh, but apparently, it's gonna be like seven episodes each. Uh, eight, if they do fifteen, seven, seven or eight. eight. Yeah. Um, but that's what that's how it's gonna play out. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, that show is fucking cool. I'm gonna continue watching it tonight, actually, before I go to bed. Um, good idea. But uh, it's definitely. It's a good show. It's pretty fucking incredible. The finale, it was intense. It was intense. The Battle of the uh, Bastards is really fucking cool. So good. Um, um, they did such a good job. But, uh, I mean, so now we jump into something that me and John are know all too much. Sports. S- sports? Yeah, like I guess. Like water polo? <laughs> like water polo, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I can't fucking swim. Uh, but uh, no, uh, some UFC wrestling news. This is the John Jones thing. Uh, yeah, John Jones being pulled from uh, uh, from UFC 200 for blood doping. Blood doping. Uh, now, uh, for those who are not uh, do not know what blood doping is, uh, blood doping, according to Wikipedia, you can't source that. We learned that in school. <laughs> yeah. <you can. laughs> Is uh, is the practice of boosting the number of red blood cells in the bloodstream in order to enhance athletic performance. Uh, because such blood cells carry oxygen from the lungs to the muscles, a higher concentration in the blood can improve an athlete's aerobic capacity and endurance. Uh, many methods of blood doping are illegal, particularly in professional sports. Uh, so apparently, John Jones, who also prior to this, uh, like a year or two ago, was suspended from UFC... Because he uh, tested positive for cocaine, which they said wasn't really a performance-enhancing drug. Uh, I I've known a lot of people. I wouldn't want to fight a guy on cocaine. Fuck no. One, you can get a lot of shit down on cocaine, Uh, and two, you're gonna be amped the fuck up. Yeah. So to me, yeah, that's technically that should be a performance-enhancing drug. Uh, UFC 200 looking like it's gonna be pretty. Interesting though, uh, if it wasn't like it was going to cost like seventy, eighty dollars, yeah, uh, I would probably get it. Uh, so you should donate. 
Donate. <laughs> so we can watch UFC and we don't care about. Exactly. But apparently it's tomorrow. So uh, so never mind. Don't donate. Don't. Tomorrow or this weekend. I mean, unless you just want to give us money. You can give us money if you want. Uh, uh, another news for sports. I know you don't care. So I'm going to talk about it real quick. So no one's going to respond to me, but I'll talk. Uh, LeBron James is going to be a free agent. Boom. Yeah, pretty much. So like, he wins and then he's a free agent. And chances are he'll just sign back up with Cavaliers. But... Right. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to think it, that LeBron James, even I don't watch basketball, but LeBron James is LeBron James. Yeah. Um, yeah, to see that he's going to be a free agent, even for a little bit, it's kind of fucking yeah. ridiculous. And then in other news, this is real quick stuff because no one cares. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors. Yep, I did read because that. Because they want to score 200 points a game now. <laughs> so, and everyone's, everyone's bashing the shit out of Durant because he left. I was like, how many players do you know that stick with the same team? Exactly. It's 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 you go where the money is. He's young. Even like now, it's 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 really rare. Back in the day, it was a little bit more rare for players to leave teams. But I'm talking back in the day, like Jordan days. Yeah, Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of which, I watched a video where uh, Michael Jordan was doing some sort of like a Q and A. And he's like, I'm going to go ahead and answer this question right now, so we can get it out of the way because I'm inevitably asked it all the time. Could I beat LeBron James in my prime in a one-on-one game? And he laughs about it, and he's like, he says, I'm always asked this question, and you're damn right I could. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> it's God, it's so fucking so funny. Much better. I, and they showed, I showed a side-by-side of uh, uh, Larry Bird in his prime, mm-hmm. and his best game compared to LeBron's best game. And like Larry Bird's was up on every single stat. I mean, there's better players. Larry yes. Bird, LeBron James. The post was like, in case you forgot how good Larry Bird was. Right. And it was just like, yeah, he was awesome. And people think, I mean, Le- LeBron James is a good player, but they people want to say he's the best player. He's not. Maybe, been, maybe right now. Right now yeah. he's the best player. He's a, he's a damn good player. Of all time. My problem with him is he's whiny. Yeah. Like, flops like a I, I don't feel like he's as whiny as people say he is. Like, all the, like, <laughs> he's pretty I feel like they're, they're pushing a little too far. Right. But I see, I see his face when he's when he's doing something. I was like, "You really going to complain about that?" Yeah, it's like whatever. Anyways, but, but yeah, and, uh, sports. Yeah, more sports. Uh, uh, but on the entertainment entertainment side of the sports, uh, apparently, because the brand split's going to come up on uh, July nineteenth uh, for WWE, it's going to be the first live SmackDown. Since the last time, <laughs> since um, that one time. But uh, apparently, SmackDown's obviously going live. Permanent? All, permanently. Interesting. It's going to be on Monday Night Raw on Mondays, on Tuesday Night Smackdown. Really? Yep. Interesting. It's going to be live. So uh, that's why they're doing the brand split. They're doing a hard split now. Apparently it's going to be, they're, they're going to be exclusive. Now they're also talking about possibly doing two different world titles, which I'm 100% against. Yeah, they should not do that. Um, I'm more, I like the idea that the champion goes to both shows. And same thing, because they're going to do that with the women's championship. Do that with the world. Yeah, why well, wouldn't you? It gives um, everyone a fair chance, and it makes you defend your title. Exactly, and I think because <clears throat> then it also lessens the world title. It makes it yeah. mean nothing. Yeah, because then you're adding another title. We just add another title. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, they're doing that now. Doing so does that mean they're going to get rid of one of their shitty pay per views and do like a Raw versus SmackDown pay per view? No, because I would love that. Apparently, what they're going to do though is split the pay per views up. Some are going to be SmackDown exclusive. Some are going to be Raw exclusive. Interesting. Which means we do get now more time between pay-per-views for Raw and for SmackDown. So 
we won't have to sit there and you won't have WrestleMania and then by the end of that same month we're going to have Extreme Rules and then by the end of the next month they're going to have another one so you only have like three weeks of prep time for a pay-per-view you're going to have considerably longer if it goes as what the rumors are and on top of this I assume that both brands are going to be at WrestleMania yeah I mean there's going to be some that are going to be obviously like SummerSlam is going to be both brands WrestleMania WrestleMania, Royal Rumble yeah um, and one more uh, which I think uh, Money in the Bank Money in the Bank maybe but they're also doing uh, Clash of uh, they're taking away Night of Champions thank God and making it Clash of Champions okay uh, so essentially it's going to be the same pay-per-view just different title they have a more uh, retro title because they took the WCW one right um, but uh, so on top of that they're because we all know that their roster is kind of skimpy you know they don't have a huge huge roster on the main roster so rumor is they're going to be stealing not stealing it's their own company um, they're going to be pulling up people from NXT they're going to kind of farm and take all of them from NXT and put them on the main roster, which is going to kind of leave NXT floating there with a bare bones crew. Um, but on top of that, they're looking to bring back former wrestlers. And some names have been talked about. They're, they want to bring back Jeff Hardy. They want to bring back cool. Kurt Angle. Nice. They want to Kurt Angle would be awesome. Uh, Goldberg, I think, is another name I heard. Cool. Uh, but two that are almost guaranteed to come back. Uh, huge, huge legends. Uh, Jimmy Wayne Yang. Thank God. And Kurt Hawkins. Oh, cool. Uh, which is, I mean, don't get me wrong, both talented. Yeah. But really weird that those are the way the ones that they're really trying to get. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I if they want Jimmy Wing Yang, I can just show up. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. I'll put on a cowboy hat and put in boots and come out and say random things. But I thought it was funny because, like, take bumps. obviously their goal is to have, like, legends or uh, veterans uh, lose to newer talent to put them over. Jimmy Wayne Yang was never taken seriously. Yeah, he was always a comedic. So, and person. he never, as far as I remember, he never had really any huge victories or was even a big star. Not that I know of. So, to bring him back as one of those enhancement talents, I guess is what you would call him, uh, seems peculiar to me. Same thing with Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins is still relatively young, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. That's Whatever weird, they do. That's um, but as I said before, uh, it was a skimpy uh, day for news. Couldn't really find a whole lot. Uh, but I think we salvaged some of it and yeah. made a pretty damn decent episode. Before we end, per usual, we're going to recommend some things for people. John, hit us first. What are you going to recommend for our fans? I got a surprise for you. What's that? I'm doing something different. What's that? It's something I haven't haven't done but or haven't read but you know you have sparked my interest in and i was buying stuff on amazon last night with my amazon points and had some extra points left and nothing else i really wanted to buy so so i bought you something you bought me something yeah what that dark knight book seriously yeah fuck so so that'll be in here tomorrow that one that right Holy shit, son! So, so it's called uh, Dark Knight: A True Batman Story, and I've not read it. It's by Vertigo, so the, it wasn't DC published; it's published by Vertigo. Um, so, is it, is it written by Paul Dini? Yeah, okay, it's cool. his story. Oh, it's his story. He was mugged uh, one day. So you explain my my request. Okay, I'll explain your request. <laughs> Apparently, Paul Dini at one point was mugged and beaten up fairly badly. 
uh, a few years back. And it got to a point where he became so depressed because the cops wouldn't find the people. Uh, and the cops basically told him, we can't find him. It ha- you know, there's no way for us to find these people. Uh, so he became so depressed uh, that he would stay inside. He'd, he would go into work, but it would only be for like an hour at a time. And he'd leave. He never really felt comfortable uh, leaving the house. Didn't work for a while and became depressed and started thinking like, why wasn't Batman there for me? Why did this is where this is what Batman needs in the beginning? Kind of like uh, he realized there's a necessity in this world for both a Batman and a Joker. Batman being the hero to stand up to these bad people, but there's also the cynical side, the Joker side, where it's like this bad shit has to happen to make the good even better, and that's kind of the basis of the story. It's telling that story. Uh, I heard it uh, about it. It was earlier this year, end of last year. Uh, Paul Dini uh, did an episode of Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith and talked about it. It's incredible to hear it. And uh, I, I, I'd recommend listening to that episode if you can find it. Um, but yes, and I, holy fuck, I appreciate the yeah, shit out of it. It'll be here tomorrow night. Seriously? Yeah, it's prime. Oh so my it's God. Hard, it's hardcover. Fuck, dude, you're <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I, 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 like, I had extra points. I was like, I'm, I'm just looking at stuff and I was like, I don't see anything else I want. I saw that. I was like, eh, I'll pick it up. So you get yours tomorrow. I want to read it though. Whatever oh, absolutely. Uh, and also, like, since since that was a surprise, if I had to push something else, um, I've already read a couple issues of it. Since we're pushing comic books right now, um, but that the new Daredevil, the, yeah, the new series. Um, I read two issues, and our style's awesome. And his sidekick, I forget his name now, but Blind Spot. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Like, I, I like it a lot. I'm getting ready to. I, I'm getting it tomorrow too. The first six issues. I, I have issue one. I read issue two. Um, getting that first book too, and it's it's gonna be awesome. Um, and I guess technically, since we're talking, since Killing Joke getting ready to come out, I know we said the comic book's not. I think I don't think it's gonna be anywhere as good as the the movie's gonna be. But if you get a chance to read it, read it. It's good. It's interesting. It's just kind of like what's gonna happen. But but yeah. So Daredevil. And then Killing Joke, I think we can both agree on. Absolutely. It's just to prep for the, the animated movie. And I think uh, uh, what I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with two things, actually, this time. Uh, one, I spoke of it earlier, The Martian. Get a chance, watch that movie. It's brilliant. Uh, it's literally, you're on the edge of your seat. You feel every emotion when everything's happening, it's incredible. I, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, the other one, I'm going to go with music. Oh, interesting. Yes. Uh, I want to recommend the album An Answer Can Be Found by CKY. Uh, uh, initially, whenever I first was listening to CKY, obviously, Infiltrate Destroy Rebuild was the big one that everybody knew. Um, great, That's a great album. Fantastic. Uh every song you really you know because one they made a music video for every single song on the yes. album um, and you kind of, they usually weren't super serious band they would have songs that kind of mean stuff but nothing too deep um, and then they released An Ancient Can Be Found which has a lot more meaning to it it's not silly songs at all um, when I first listened to it I didn't like the album I thought it was shit and then later on, uh, when I was really kind of going through a, a bout of depression, 
started listening to it and it made me feel better. It's got a lot in there about, it seems like about depression and stuff like that. It's a fucking solid album. I recommend it. If you get a chance, uh, on, on iTunes, uh, pick it up and listen to it. It's fantastic. Also, I, you know, I forgot to mention this. This is our first episode we're going to be putting up that we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Yay, which everybody can be on iTunes. Yeah, it's not like we're exclusive. Right. But um, it's still kind of fucking cool. But yeah, I mean, just to think that, you know, we kind of just like, when we started this, it was kind of like, where can we, where can we put it? Yeah. Where can we publish it? I guess we're going to just and do it on YouTube. I guess we'll just do it on SoundCloud. But then we decided, like, well, let's put some money We should into try, it. yeah. So we did SoundCloud. We did the, the subscription for that. We decided, you know what? He told me about trying to put it on iTunes. Like, let's do it. Let's try it out. So, yeah. We're also on Google Play. Um, oh, nice. But uh, whenever I put it up there and I went to go check it out, uh, there were some issues with the actual tracks. Uh, I haven't checked it here recently, but no. uh, I think some people said that that happens usually whenever you first put it up. There's some issues with the tracks, but they resolve themselves. Cool. So hopefully that's fixed by now, but we're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. Awesome. And also so, on SoundCloud. So tell your friends to subscribe. And also, if you'd like to see us see us record the podcast yeah. let us know like, it's, it seems weird to just record us talking but it, some people like it and if there's a way to, to do it like publish an audio only and then a video version video and audio like if there's a way to do that if you know of a way of doing that it's easy let us know yeah but but we're gonna try to do that if you want so if you decide if you would want to hear us talk with our faces instead of just our mouths you should let us know um and if you have anything you want us to talk about in the next, you know... Next month. couple episodes, next month or so, <laughs> let us know. Uh, we have an email address. This is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. All one word. All lowercase. I don't think it matters. But this is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email. Drop us a line. Whatever you want to do. Can we put do. a link somewhere? Uh, I'm sure we can put a link somewhere. Yeah. I think there might be a link, I believe, actually in the iTunes description. Yeah. Um, but I'll get to work. I'll put an actual link with the iTunes stuff and with our SoundCloud and Google Play. I'll uh, make sure that that's... And actually, our Google Play is attached to this is fearlessproductions.gmail.com. So... Uh, I, mean, I, I have Twitter, but I don't really use it a lot. But, I mean, if people start tweeting at me, I'll tweet. Yeah. Uh, I've got a Twitter, too. I'm uh, the Hierophant. Uh, H-I-E-R-O-P-H-A-N-T. Uh, peculiar name I know and I always have to explain it I'm not going to right now but uh, tweet at us uh, send us emails let us know what you like about the podcast what you hate about the podcast what you want us to talk about and uh, if you would like to watch videos of us we can throw them up on on our YouTube channel as well Uh, we'll throw up some videos of us uh, recording the podcast Uh, just let us know uh, John, hit us with your uh, Twitter account. What's your Twitter uh, Twitter handle? Um, I had to check because I had two, and I got rid of one. So it's it's it's, it's boring now. It was cool. That's fine. But I am at JD Slevin, and that is J-D-S-L-E-V-I-N-13. Cool. So hit John up over on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Drop us a line on our email address. Again, this is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. Let us know what you like and what you hate. Till next time. I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about?